Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, or as many of you now know him as Mad Dog Manny Aurora, when he stops into the Golden Scissors studio, he is the best when it comes to criminal law. If you got any troubles and you need somebody, reach out to the Aurora Law Firm. TheAuroraLawFirm.com, all right? Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Now, if you got a question for Manny when he pops into the Golden Scissor Studio, you can call our hotline at 404-369-3825 or shoot us a message from our website, PodcastTheBS.com. Have you ever been watching TV and hear noises in your attic or your crawl space? Well, there's a good chance that's a squirrel or a rat, and it's invaded your home, and it's trying to make it its own. Can't have that. At Inspect All Pest Services, they offer full exclusion work to prevent this from happening and keep your home rodent-free. Whether it's squirrels, rats, bats, opossums, or raccoons, Inspect All Pest Services and the professionals that work there can keep your home safe. Rodents can carry disease. That's gross. That's bad. And can ruin homes or worse, start fires. Yeah, due to them constantly chewing on the wires. Can't have that either. Nobody wants that. So... Call Inspect All Pest Services today, 770-483-2420. Inspect All Pest Services, 770-483-2420. Make sure you're mentioning the BS because you're going to get 10% off your exclusion work. Save some cash, mention the BS. 770-483-2420. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. Every week there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. (laughs) Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, there it is. Episode 51 of the good, the bad, the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissors Studio, all sponsored by Gornstein and Watkins. GWTrial.com. 470-491-4808. I'm sorry. 470-491-0808. They did that on purpose, and I screwed it up. Trial litigation attorneys, personal injury, wrongful death, contracts, transactions, landlord-tenant disputes, you name it. If it's general civil litigation, Gorenstein and Watkins are your guys. GWtrial.com. In the Golden Scissor studio with me is Nader Tater Vader, the masturbator. Woo! Woo! First time back. Yeah, it's been a minute, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's nice in here. It's cozy. It is. Yeah. It's cold outside, but cozy in here. I love what you've done with the place. Oh, thank you. It looks great. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Not much has changed. Oh, no, actually, I changed that up a little bit over there. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the pillows in, in real life. Those are nice. Yeah, a lot of it's all is virtual, but now you get to touch it if you really like to. My new storm tube, my, my cloudy fish tank. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I can't get it to be uncloudy. I have swimming snails. I don't I don't understand them. They're like testicles. I'm just floating oh, around yeah, they are swimming that's but, weird but they're alive and like the fish i think going like look watch it <laughs> they're like fuck with them all the time and the snails don't care he's got a little his little antennas going 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, in the Zelensky studios there in Newton, Georgia, there's the B-Man, Brandon Thrasher with Thrasher Services. Hello, B-Man. Hey there. How y'all doing? Good, 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 good. All right. Uh, let's do some good, bad, and the ugly. This is an episode where we take three news stories. We then uh, discuss after we learn you just a little bit. It's very important, but these news stories always fall under a good, a bad, and the ugly. So let's start out with some good. The good. Luke Bryan, your boy, Nate. Yeah. Your boy. This is the guy that helped you propose to your wife. Right. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. We were there. You, awesome. you were there. Yeah. Then sent you a wedding prize a year later, supposedly. Yeah. Little did he know that, uh, yeah, he sent his margarita glasses. Little did he know he'd be moving to Mexico. He's a visionary. He's a visionary. That Luke Bryan is a guy, is he not? He is. Uh, so uh, he he had a concert in Florida. He was in Jacksonville. And he brings out the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. And uh, he brings him out on stage, and it just like took a little, you know, just like, hey, come on out. And he wanted to talk about hurricane disaster relief, and then you, you know, you text disaster to two zero two 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 and support, and that's why he brought the governor out. Now, we live in a very divided political world, and as soon as you bring out somebody that's in power that the uh, group of people don't like, but they like you they're going to jump down your throats uh, your throat so he Luke Bryan felt compelled to uh, give a a reason for it a statement about it which I thought was a pretty classy move he didn't have to do that I understand Governor DeSantis is a very polarizing figure but I grew up in a country where if a governor asks you if they can raise awareness to help victims of a natural disaster you help I've stayed out of politics throughout my career I knew people would chatter. But the more important piece was if I'm come, uh, going to come back uh, in a few weeks after a large, large portion of people have been affected by a natural disaster in a state where people have been good to me. This felt right. This is all I'm going to say about this. Text disaster to 20222 to support. Uh, I, 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 that's great. That's, I, we need more of that. And I'm not a big Ron DeSantis fan, but I agree with Luke Bryan. I mean, at some point in time, We've got to stop this. Like, we've got to stop just just because somebody believes in something. I mean, everybody says this is what we need to do, but nobody actually does it. Just because somebody says that they're uh, against abortion, but then there's a, another issue at hand where that person needs your help to get through and get disaster relief, you're going to fall on that one to yeah. here and now, right? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, and... It doesn't really, like, it says that what he, he came out for, but it didn't really, I, I haven't read anything about what was actually said when he was on stage. Because I, I don't have a problem, like, I think it is a good thing if he's bringing awareness to the, the, the hurricane relief. Yeah. But it's also an election year, and I don't, regardless of who it is, I don't like when music gets involved in politics if it doesn't have to. Um, so I hope it was about that. Cause it doesn't say he came out and Ron DeSantis said, Oh, Texas number or whatever. It just said they brought him up on stage. So I'd be curious to what he actually said or was he using that as a platform to run on? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if he really said anything. I think he just came out and kind of waved and then Luke Bryan did the, the disaster and stuff like this. I mean, that's, that's the world we live in though. You know, we question what, we we tr we try to we try to make a story about something that's 
that we don't have facts to. I mean, you could spin this 10 million ways till Sunday, right? It's like, oh, of course, Luke Bryan's a Republican. He's a country guy. Of course, he, <laughs> of course, he, that's a bullshit thing he just fed us. Of course, he's trying to uh, get Ron DeSantis uh, not only back as governor, but also the, possibly the president of the United States, right? So, right. I mean, you could say that, and it might be true. But you don't know if it is or not because that's not what they're saying. They're saying that they were trying to raise funds. Now, Ron DeSantis can't help that the hurricane hit his state during, you know, close to midterms. I mean, like, it's not like, so then you're going to jump into the conspiracy like, oh, man, those Republicans are controlling the hurricanes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you, you know, it's, 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 it's got to stop somewhere. The, the only reason I, I question if it is a political move is because who are they bringing awareness to? They live in Florida. Were they unaware that there was a giant hurricane that destroyed part of their state? (laughs) And and it was last month. It's not like it happened last week. And, you know, like, I I don't know. I just, that's the only thing that makes me question. It seems kind of odd and it's so close to election time. Yeah, I I, I get it. And I would raise a, you know, if if I cared enough, I'd raise a red flag too. And, you know, I'd be like, hmm, it's kind of weird. But I do also understand, and then you, but let me throw this fuel to your fire, is there's been a million concerts since the hurricane until Luke Bryan. Was Ron DeSantis at any of those? Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm sure he could have popped up on stage, you know. But there was an artist, I think, here in Atlanta that brought up Stacey Abrams. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know who it was and not like my cup of tea, but there was, you know, they did that. So I, I you know. I'm I'm going to take the opposite approach with musicians and politics. Look, you have a platform. If you want to not read the room and polarize your audience for what you believe in, then so be it. You you have every right to do that. I don't know why we think as fans we should dictate what artists and celebrities how they should act and what they should do. It's like we know better. But Every single one of us does the exact same thing. We just don't have that platform. So then it just boils down to we're jealous because we don't have that platform. So, like, you know, music has been ba- – like, some of the best songs in, in, in forever and ever are based off of politics and True. strife and oppression and rebellion and revolution. Those are the best songs out there. So if we didn't sing about that stuff, and if these artists didn't care enough about this stuff, whether right, whether left, or the middle, whatever the hell they are, then we wouldn't have some great, we we wouldn't have some great songs. Yeah, yeah. When's the Luke Bryan "Don't Crash My Hurricane" party coming out? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think that this is why I put it under good because you know, and I'm not even a big Luke Bryan fan. I'm not a big Ron DeSantis fan, but I think the whole story's good. I think we need more of this. Um, you know, it, it, it's. You know, I grew up as well in in a country where, you know, you didn't quite, um, like if there were somebody in power, you supported them because they were working for the better good of the country that you're a part of. It wasn't necessarily about the right and the left. Now, granted, I wasn't very politically educated until later in my life, but I grew up a lot around it and I would hear it. Right. So I think you, you know, whether it's a lie or not, you know, poli- whether it's a lie, it's a politician. <laughs> Every time they open their mouth, there's a fucking lie coming out of it. But still, they're the figurehead. 
right? They're the person that's going to go out there. They're the leader, like it or not. Ron DeSantis is the leader of the state of Florida. You can hate him all you want, but he's got the gig. And until he doesn't have the gig, you got to just kind of work with it. Uh, and he's just trying to raise money for hurricane relief. And he used Luke Bryan. He's probably a big Luke Bryan fan, too. And he knows that's his target demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's a big Luke Bryan fan. I mean, he went to Harvard, right? <laughs> I doubt he's jammed to that back at the old Harvard dorm room. <laughs> Luke Bryan went to... No, uh, DeSantis. I know, yeah. But okay. I'm saying Luke Bryan went to Georgia Southern. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he's a Sigma Chi. We are fraternity brothers. Cool. Yeah, isn't that real cool? So if like I w- if I were with Nate, in which I helped him get that meet and greet, if I went with him, because I probably could have, I could have given Luke Bryan the secret hand dish, uh, handshake. Oh yeah, oh, he would have said a secret hand job. <laughs> that's why I did say that. Yeah, you don't talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. That's what, that's, what, word. that's what fraternities do, right? We have secret hand jobs. Yeah, they have that at Harvard, too. It's a skull and boners, crossbone. Skull and boners. Skull and, boners. <laughs> skull and crossboners. I wish my fish would stop chomping away at my snails. They're killing them. No, I think they're, they're just getting the algae off their back. Oh, you, oh. you think that's yeah, what they're doing? Yeah, you know, like when you see sharks and they, they have all those fish, like, eating shit off their butt, their, uh, the bottom of them. Are you sure? I don't know. They look like they're kind of attacking them. Look at that. Bam, Yeah, yeah. Because well, they're on the side and they're cleaning the algae. Um, so then I think they're just eating the algae off the snail. It's a victim blinder. See, look no, at that. I just think they have that food fetish. You know, like they eat, <laughs> like to eat food off of people. They're doing the same. Look at that. Look at that. He's. I don't know why the snails are floating. Are they mating? Maybe they have an air bubble in their shell. I think they're asexual, aren't they? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do snails have wieners? I think they mate with themselves. Have you ever seen a snail vagina? (laughs) Joey, have you ever been into a Turkish prison? (laughs) I don't know why. I pushed them back down to the bottom, and they they just don't. Do snails swim? I mean, I guess they They just kind of move around. You know, the the current just takes them wherever, I think. Yeah, maybe. These guys look like they're controlling shit. And they they can stop at any time. He just has to put his sucker on the glass. These guys are like the up house, you know, that movie up <laughs> of the snail world. They're look, like flying through the air. Look at all these fish. They're just like, <laughs> what the hell is going on up here, man? They're here to watch the orgy. Yeah. Whoa. And look at that one guy. He's just licking at them. He wants to get in on it. Yeah. Wait, so is that two snails or one? That's two snails. Oh, shoot. Oh, so the, maybe that, yeah, they're doing it, right? Two snails, one tank. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever seen that video? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I am right now. It's live. <laughs> Camp snails. Camp snails. <laughs> Snail trails. <laughs> Volume two. <laughs> All right, so good for you, Luke, Brian. Uh, and, and I like the statement that you released, and I like that you, 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 you said everything right. You said, this guy's polarizing. I get it. I understand it. But this is who you are. This is what you grew up in. This is what you wanted to do, raise awareness and throw it back into people's faces that are trying to say that you, you know, you know, it's not like, it's not like he brought Ron DeSantis or any politician up on stage and was like, vote for, you know what I mean? Um, well, it said he was tossing out swag to the crowd, so I assume that's like oh. DeSantis shirts and stickers and stuff. I'll tell you this, <laughs> because historically, uh, celebrities have always kind of stumped for Democrats. And I would, as a, years and years ago as a producer, I always got excited for that because we would get some really big interviews. I mean, they would just get on the phone all day, and they would come on and they'd talk about blah, 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 blah. And I remember one year, 
forget what year this was. This would this would have been uh, 2000. Yeah, it would have been 2000. So 2000 was Bush, right? Yeah. Right. And, uh, oh, that was the Al Gore Bush year. Oh, okay, yeah. The whole recount and mm-hmm. stuff like oh, that. 2000, yeah, 2000. Yeah. And I remember that morning, uh, election day morning, the hotline would not stop ringing with celebrities. Cameron Diaz, um, Toby Maguire. I mean, like all these A-list celebrities were calling the show. They just, they, they had a phone number for a bunch of hotlines on, I guess, radio shows, and they would just constantly call them up and do quick five-minute interviews, and, you know, I'd pick up and be like, yeah, Doc and Johnny, XL Studios, who's this? Hi, this is Cameron Diaz. I'm supposed to call in in uh, about two minutes. Hey, Cameron, how you doing? I'm Buckethead. Oh, Buckethead. <laughs> hey, I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you so much. All right, I'll put you through. Cameron Diaz, hi guy. You know, and it was like, I mean, it was cool. Oh, it is cool. It was pretty neat. You know, now you think of it later in life and you're like, you know, like I've actually turned down celebrities that wanted to come on and stump, like good celebrities, ones that I'm a fan of. Yeah. Just because I knew it would polarize our audience. Yeah, you don't want to alienate half your people you're listening to or listen to you. Yeah. I do, but <laughs> the companies don't. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a fan of polarizing. Polarization, I think, is a very powerful tool. And even if you polarize an audience and 50% of it, which is never a true 50-50 split, but let's just say uh, 50% of it, a good percentage of those people will come back. A lot of times they'll come back because they hate you, you know, or because you did that to them. They, they just do it out of spite so they can listen to get even more mad. Uh, True. That's why the right watches CNN, and that's why the left watches Fox. Fox gets all their ratings from the people on the left because they want to get angry. People love to watch shit to get angry. Oh, yeah. Uh, But the left couldn't support anything on on their own. That's why CNN's ratings in the the tubes and uh, liberal radio has never worked. That's why conservative radio is such a big deal because conservatives support that kind of radio. And the liberals want to listen to it to get mad. <laughs> they don't want to listen to something to get hoorah and all hyped up. They want to get pissed off. Uh, so I think this is a. I think this is great. Yeah, yeah. If they're raising some money, that's awesome. Yeah, if they're raising money, that's awesome. But you know, I turned on Jack. Remember, I turned on Jack Black. He was supposed to come on and talk about that uh, parody song he did, and I didn't think about it. You know, it was just like all kind of happened because it was a. This dude in our company, and you know, he's like, "Yeah, set it up." And you know, the guy, I guess, mustered enough energy to put five words together. And uh, it's like, "Yeah, you know," I was like, "Oh yeah, Jack Black, totally take Jack Black." I wasn't even thinking. And I was, you know, I was like, "What's he coming on for?" And uh, like, "Oh, he wants to talk about his new song." So I was listening to his new song. It's this parody song, and it was, I think, the Time Warp parody, and it was, it was a, you know, a, a political song for the left. And I was like, I, I don't, the guy's going to come in and, and hijack the show or not going to come in, but he's going to come on and try to hijack the right. show and just talk about that. I know that's what he's going to do. And that's not a fun interview. No. You know, just like the guy down the hall when Will Ferrell was in the studio, Will Ferrell came in just to stump for Stacey Abrams. I don't know how that interview went, but I'm assuming Will Ferrell didn't stay for a very long time. He just wanted to get in and talk about what he feels is, is, is important and, and these artists, anybody that goes on the radio has to realize, like somebody has to sit them down and say, just because you are who you are 
doesn't mean you're going to be a good interview. And it doesn't mean everybody cares what you have to say. Actually, less now than ever before. You have to go in and actually humanize yourself. You still have to win people over, even if you're an A-list celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, and you run the risk of you. Because a lot of people will say, oh, I love this person, but I don't agree with uh, you know their politics, so I don't watch their movies anymore. So mm-hmm. they got to worry about that, too, losing their audience just by saying what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, it, it would. I guess it would take something... It would take something real. I, I, I was trying to think of if there's an artist that I stopped listening to because of, you know, who they are, or what they say, and um, I, I don't think there is. Uh, I, I can't remember. I don't think there is. Yeah. Well, it's it's not funny, but it's interesting that people are calling for radio stations to pull Kanye's music, which I don't know. It's it's fun. It's it's weird because we we don't pull Michael Jackson's music or. Um, you know, uh, uh, R. Kelly or anything like that. So R. Kelly's music was pulled, but I'm sure they're playing it again. Uh, oh, that I don't know. But Michael Jackson was never convicted of anything, so it's not fair. Kanye West, granted, not convicted, but he blatantly, you know, had <laughs> said some choice words for the Jewish community. We were talking about this, uh, Nikki and, and me and, and Brandon, and like. I, I, I don't care enough, so I'm not really following it. So I went back after our conversation, and I looked at what he said. It's almost very difficult to find out exactly what he said. But he did say things like, uh, what was one of the lines, like, death to, like, he's inciting violence. Right. So once you incite violence, see, that was what you guys weren't, I was I was kind of just listening to you because there are these big Kanye marks. There, you know, Nikki was going off on this thing where it's like, oh well, it wasn't until he said something about the Jews that all this happened. But no, he does this, and I'm like, what What did he say? Well, I don't know. So I'm looking it up, and I'm like, well, you're kind of you're inciting violence. I was like, this is the same thing. Like, how does it feel, right? I mean, like to, from the white community. To the black community, now the black community to the black community. I mean, like, how does it feel? That's a tough pill to swallow for for an African-American to have somebody that you've championed for a very long time now doing to your people what you felt white people have been doing to the black or brown community for a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's a, like, wow, guys, he's fucked. But, you know, you can't incite violence. That's why he's, that's why all these contracts are, are dropping. You can't, you know, go out there and say, I want blank types of people dead, or I want these people should be hurt, or you can't do that. That's yeah. what he's doing. Did you, you knew that, Brandon, right? Uh, yeah, he did kind of slip up on that one mark right there when he said something about that's the all, Jews. Like he's, that's all he's, you have he to said do, more things about the Jews, but it wasn't, you know, all about just death to them. It doesn't matter. You say, you say it once, you know, you, a white guy goes out and says the same thing about somebody in the black community. What do you think is going to happen to him? You know, a black guy goes out and says something about, you know, a white guy, maybe possibly, I don't know what's like, it just takes the one comment. That's all it takes. And that's where he's screwing up. You know, you, you, him saying that the Jews run Hollywood or something, I don't think that's a, I, I think they do, you know? I mean, like, if I were Jewish, I'd be like, yeah, we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we are what we are. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate you. It's not necessarily 100% true, but thanks for thinking so highly of us. But when you say something like, you know, use the word death or incite violence, that's when people are going. And he's doing it for shock value. The guy's a nut job. I don't understand why people care what this dude has to say. Yeah. 
I, oh, really I don't, don't. I don't think it's like shock value. Like he's purposely doing it. I think, like you said, I think he's a nut job and just isn't realizing that there's repercussions for what he's saying with his, you know, sponsors and whatnot. He's no longer a billionaire. Old Dart. I hope he can survive. <laughs> he's no longer a billionaire. He's uh, with. Uh, that's a lot of money. Like you must hate money. You're so rich. You hate money that much because you knew what was coming. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, think, I mean, wh- why risk all that? <laughs> is, is it worth it? No. I think he's. I think he's mainly just bored. I mean, he's done pretty much everything, and he's in his what mid late forties, something like that. And he's probably like, shit. Maybe I'll just stir up some crazy stuff and yeah. keep uh keep me relevant. Oh, you, I I saw him on Rogan, and like Joe's could not hand, like he it wasn't like a conversation like he would ask him questions and Kanye would just stare at him and like make noises and stuff and just say random shit like he's just out there like it's he's so weird right now I don't understand why people put this guy on a pedestal I just don't like like I don't care why you care what he thinks now granted what he said was wrong and he has to suffer the consequences of it but I mean this has been for the last 2 weeks like headline news stuff yeah, like like major networks. Who the fuck cares what Kanye West has to say? Like he said something and it's bad. He's going to pay for it. But is that a convert? The more you talk about it, right? The more you have these uh, town hall chit chats on the CNNs and on the Foxes and stuff about this, the the more attention it's going to bring. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would just. Is there anything else going? Uh, anything else important going on right now that maybe they're not? given coverage to that they don't want to uh well there's you know i, I have no idea I, I i stopped watching the news a long time ago brandon i i know yeah, that i don't watch it either I, I know i know that the um you know when you get something sexy like this that it's a good offset from the norm right i mean think about during the pandemic there was two years of straight pandemic talk right so if you were to if you were to if you're able to get you know, uh, a celebrity news story that kind of has, uh, you know, uh, crazy. Uh, the the lady, the lady that played Beth on uh, this show was seen at Trader Joe's yelling at them over the mask. Okay, and then you talk about her, right? So that's what they do. It's just kind of a break yeah. if it's an offset. But he's one of the biggest hip hop guys of all time, so he's going to get coverage. If Dave Grohl came out and said, you know, fuck the Asians or something, you know, they, it'd probably get some <laughs> coverage for quite a while. Yeah, you, you you bring it up, you say it, you you call them out, then you move on. Yeah, but th- I mean, this is this has been going, this has been going, this has gone on for weeks. But the problem is, Kanye does not go away. Like most artists are smart enough to just shut up and you know kind of go into the the depths of the basement for a little bit. But he keeps talking and doing dumb things. That dude went to a his kid's soccer game and a parent yelled at him and he yelled back and he got an argument and stormed off. <laughs> Like, it's like Cat Williams he got in a fight with that kid. Like, what the fuck, man? Really, dude? Jesus, what's wrong with you? Hold up, wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm. Dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm. Dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. 
Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health, 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction, pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. Uh, all right, so that's the good. Uh, how about some bad? The bad. I've actually got audio on this one, too. I'll let her explain. This is her TikTok video. Today, I went to get a massage, not knowing I was going to a happy endings massage. Let's talk about it. First off, I booked it at 9 p.m. They answered the phone at 9 p.m., which should have been a red flag, but I continued. I pull up. It doesn't look great, but hey, whatever. So I walk in, there are no doors, only curtains, which I'm a little nervous about. I definitely got hidden video camera vibes. So I even looked around for cameras and proceeded with the massage, which again, come on. Now, if you've ever gotten a massage, you know they always tell you to get undressed to your comfort level. So I always leave my underwear on. So I left my underwear on and laid down. She comes in and really quickly rips my underwear down to my knees. And I was like, what's happening? very uncomfortable but to make matters worse she folds back the sheet that's already very small so i am completely exposed booty up i freeze in this instance i'm not gonna lie i am absolutely confused like i don't want to be rude if this is normal she then sits on my thighs i reach down and pull my underwear back up and i was like no thank you um just just my shoulders please the poor woman was very confused as to why i was not into this the massage was great once we established our boundaries i will say that i did not know you could search the internet for a list of these places to avoid them because i will say the happy ending for me was leaving and the not so happy ending was realizing that they were on that website and that i had indeed booked myself a happy ending massage I think a part of her wishes that she would have, you know, partaken in it. Yeah, I feel like she did. She because yeah. she goes, she sat on my thighs, <sighs> and then I pulled my underwear up, and it sounded like it cut out for a second. So I wonder if she did get, say something, and then she cut it out. I, I gotta, I gotta find out how to do videos like this. Did she record like ten different videos, or she? Because you can't chop it up in TikTok, can you? Uh, yeah, they, they kind of like merge with CapCut now. That used to be the app that everyone did the editing on, so you can do it in there. But I would recommend just doing it on the computer or on a different app. And so, so you can cut it up. You don't have to. But how do you take those 
Oh, so you just see, she, that was just one long video she cut up in TikTok. Yeah, but you got to make sure the camera's not moving or else you're going to be like jumping all over the place. You got to make sure the camera's stationary. Oh, she's a pro. I mean, she's got over 10 million views on this one and she's, she's big on TikTok. So I, I forget her name. Her name's like uh, something M, M, some M, M is initials, but she's a, she's a big deal. She, she's, she's got a lot of followers and she gets a lot of views on stuff like this. Uh, good story. I think it's kind of an older story, too. If I remember when I was on her TikTok, I think it happened uh, back in September, if memory serves. But, um, the, like, I, I, I don't I, – do, do, are there happy ending massages women on women? Yeah, that's why she yeah. never said if it was a guy or a girl. She said suits. it was a woman. Oh, she did? Yeah, she said it was a woman. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, lesbians leave, need love, too, right? I, yeah, but I've, I've, if you're going to a happy ending massage, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a guy, like for a girl, right? Well, maybe, I don't know. Are there any guys that do happy ending massages? For guys? Like well, guy on guy? Well, just, I mean, in general, like if you go to like a happy ending massage parlor, I just feel like most of the masseuses would be women, right? There's a lot of all the, a lot of Asian dudes there, you know, giving handies. I don't know. My guys at the mall, they're all dudes. That's true. With the exception of one or two, and I've accepted it, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, handy in the food court is weird. <laughs> they always try to get me to go. They're like, we want you to lay down. We want you to lay down. Because they have so much rollover in this place. And the place that I yeah, go is, is not a, it's not a happy <laughs> ending massage. So, uh, you know, it's in the mall. It's in the North Point Mall in Alpharetta, Georgia. And, you go in, and, and but they have so much rollover. Like, years ago, when I first started going there, it's like my guy was there or the other guy was there. and But it's like a syndicate. They hire, like, their, their contracted employees. So there's, like, this Asian syndicate syndicate that shoot, sends these Asian people around to do massages. Like, yeah. they all know how to massage. It's it's crazy. And what, the mafia? Mafia? Yeah, yeah, it's like the massage mafia. Well, yeah. they, they graduate from the University of Backrubs and then they, you know, move I, on to the mall. I'm telling you, but the, but the guys, and you know, it's funny because the guys, you know, they're, they're, he was like, oh, you're so, uh, so strong, so muscle, so muscles. I need strong hands because I got muscles on my back and my shoulders and stuff. Yeah. So you get a chick up there and it's just like kind of shooting a BB at a tank. Yeah. You know, it's like ding, 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 ding. Uh, yeah, to do that. So, um, yeah, if it. This woman doesn't strike me as dumb, but if you call, uh, first off, if you're calling a place at nine o'clock for a massage, there's, I got a question about that. Yeah. Like what why, why, why at nine o'clock did you say I need to call and book an appointment for a massage versus going online first or knowing that they're going to be closed or but did she book it for that night? Uh, no, no, I read, she did a follow-up TikTok and she Called it because everybody was like, well, duh, you called at 9 p.m., but she called at 9 p.m. She booked it for 10 a.m. the next day. So it happened in the morning. Well, that's early happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wake and jerk. Wake and jerk. <laughs> you know, so if, what are you thinking at nine o'clock that somebody's going to, maybe, I guess, you maybe pull your back or you're tight and you're like, maybe I can get in tomorrow. I'll leave a message. They'll call me first thing, I guess. Maybe. Or, you know, usually you look something up. Like if you're right, uh, exactly. Well, but like if you want reservations for a restaurant, you'd be like, Oh, I got to call them. Let me see if they're open. You just Google their name and it shows their hours. And if they're open or closed, she might've done that. And been like, Oh, they're still open. But yeah, the, the 9 PM should have been a red flag for that. Brandon, <laughs> you've been to one of these places. I have not. I don't know where to go. I never even had a massage. Oh, massages are great. Um, I'm sure the happy ending massages are even better. I don't know. I like my massages so much. Like, that's going to get in the way of my massaging. 
Like maybe if you can wait till the very, very end. There's a there's a girl that does this um uh these videos of just happy any massages and she's like unusually sexy. She's I don't know what ethnicity she is. She got tan like brown skin and she's not she's nowhere near like a supermodel. It's like Jizzy Jenny or something like that. <laughs> and and she just bring like you don't see the guys' faces and she just sits there and She's, you know, got this like cheesy backdrop and then she just massages them a little bit and then she sensually puts her hands down and then removes the towel and then jerks them off and then, you know. I I wonder how those go. Like, (laughs) do do you talk to them when they come in and start doing things or like, is there little side conversations or is it just, you don't say anything, just do your work? Well, my buddy year, like years, when we were in high school, he went to one and he said that, he said she was beautiful. The girl was absolutely gorgeous. And he walk, He goes in and goes to get a massage. And he was told the trick is to say, do you accept tips? And they know. And then she goes, you know, yes. And goes, she goes, $10 for, you know, a, a handy. So he gives her $10. She does the handy. And he goes, do you accept tips? $10. She gives another $10 for a BJ and $10, another $10, I guess, or 50 or whatever it was to have sex with her. So and he did the whole shebang. That that doesn't seem like a good phrase because that could be easily said at some point. <laughs> do you accept yeah. tips? How about like, do you churn butter? Or something, you know, something that would never be said in a massage room. <laughs> well, I told you when I was at the, this place that I go to every once in a while, it's a little shady. People call it there all the time. And, and the, the what you do is you ask for extra. Yeah, okay. Do you do do you do extra is the phrase. Do you do extra? And if they say yes, well they'll say are you a cop? Cuz I guess you have to say you if you're a cop or not. And then they're like, "Okay, now, uh, all right, yes, we do extra. How much? You know, prices vary." But I this woman was literally standing on my back holding on to these plumbing pipes that were attached <laughs> to the ceiling. While she had a old school '90s cordless uh, home phone from her ear to her shoulder, with her head scrunched up, massaging me with her feet and gripping me with these fucking webbed mittens—I don't know what she had on—and uh, then I just hear the phone blowing up. And these guys, you know, hey, y'all do extra. <laughs> hey, y'all do extra. I mean, it was like one after another. And I said, and I didn't know what it was at first. I mean, like, Jesus, color me stupid. I go, what exactly is extra? And she goes, oh, you know what extra is. And I don't want to say the voice. I get trouble. (laughs) And I go, oh, you know what extra is. And I'm like, they call and ask, like, for that? Versus just coming in and asking for it? And she's like, yeah. I was like, that's crazy. I'd love to talk to somebody that works for, like, a legit company and how often they get calls like that. (laughs) Another one, another extra call. (laughs) Fucking Walmart. <laughs> Every day, do you do, do you do extra? That would be something, Brandon, you do. But do it while you're young, though. Because if you get arrested, you know, you can kind of clear your name. It's not a big deal, and, you know, you're, you're good to go. Yeah. Do it while you're young. Yeah, exactly. Just like your friend, you know, it's funny when you're, oh, yeah, who's in high school and he got one? It's not a big deal. But you say he's 60, and you're like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why, like, if I was going to do a happy ending to a woman on a massage table... I don't think I would sit on her thighs. Like, what was the next step after that? <laughs> I So, I've had, I get massages all the time. I've had 
massage therapists, masseuses, do some weird things where they will get up on the... Like I just told you that one walked my back with her feet. But I've had... They don't straddle you because that would be too sexual. But if you're facing down, they'll get up uh, on the table and like get like get on you, you know, which is like it can be construed as something, you know. Yeah. If you're not there just for a straight up massage and you want to roll. I mean, it's like and I'm sure it happens all the time. Like, I'm sure there's, you know, a guy that just can't control himself and just turns over and just is like. You know, hello, hello, you know, <laughs> but I feel like something did happen because all she did was pull her underwear down. This woman kind of may have just said, this is how I do massages. I just pull underwear down. But something else happened for this lady to think that, yeah. you know, I think it went a little bit further than we know. Well, how she explains, it's very odd for, uh, for a massage. And, and if she didn't know that that's what type of place it was. I mean, obviously if it's that type of place, they're going to do stuff like that. Uh, Rachel's sister's uh, baby daddy. He got busted. He was on the news. Oh, dang. Uh, for um, going into one of these places in Orlando. Like it was a. It was he, like a big ring bust. Yeah, it was where a big ring. all the pictures and everything. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was on camera. Oh, that's the worst. There was a Old cop. Robert Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was on. Like he got. He was. He was like the guy, you know, where that he was on the news. And, you know, I mean. Can you imagine what that does to your kids? Oh, yeah. Like, what a fuck. Or any, I mean, yeah, your kids, but then all your friends. Like, did you see Nate was on the news? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting it at home. Do it while you're young, Brandon. So if any of these things happen, you know, you'll be straight like Skull. You'll be all right. I won't look as bad on the news. You Walking out all handcuffed. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I told him to stop. I'm young. <laughs> you and Jeff August. That would be that would be a good fellow. Not to get, you know what I mean. But like you and you and your buddy Bogo. one night, you know, have some drinks, do whatever it is that you do. And you're like, hey, let's go find one of these places. I guarantee there's there, there's more of them probably like around you than you would think. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have so many uh, Asian massage places, and I'm just always wondering, like, I don't know. You know, I just, it's kind of creepy. I mean, it's it's really, it's, it, gets, uh, it gets my nerves going. I, I thought don't know. it'd be a bunch of southern ladies down there by noon. And pull down your britches. <laughs> <laughs> Massages from Misty Lee. <laughs> Want a biscuit, honey? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a happy ending place, but my husband and my dogs have to watch. <laughs> I'm going to start you like my John Deere. <laughs> you want some of this little red wagon, honey? <laughs> Is that grits? Nope. Oh, oh God. Sorry, that's too far. Too far. Yeah. And then there was the, I used to get massages uh, where I go and get my back cracked at the chiropractor. And they, I guess she's, she hired, I hadn't been there in a while. And I hadn't got a massage there in a while because they were always booked. So I just go someplace else. Then she hires this guy to come in because I guess some of the, there was requests to have a guy, masseuse. And this guy comes in. And then they find out this guy, while he was massaging these women, would put his penis in, in their hand. While they're, while, yeah, just, I mean, like, it was like three or four of them. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? He just put his penis in, his, in their hand. And because their hands are probably like backwards, right? He just yeah. drops it into their palm. Yeah. Oh, just, that's so weird. Isn't that weird? Is that silly, buddy? What is this? What, what, weird. Dude, I don't want to hold your chewing gum. What are you doing? Yeah. That's It was just the oddest thing. The cops came and arrested him. And then the the crazy thing about it is, it's like, in, I, he's still he's still a masseuse right now. Oh yeah, that is weird. Like I know where he's at. Like she told me where he's at. He got another job, 
and he just didn't tell them what happened. And I guess, like, in, unless he gets convicted or some, there, there was some, like, weird loophole with these massage people. But, I mean, think about this. Like, how much you trust that person. You're in there, especially if you're a woman, and you go in there with a man, and you're in a room alone with a stranger, and you're not clothed. Yeah. that You're trusting that company to do their due diligence to do a background check, you're trusting that this person is actually a legit human being. And, you know, but we're all human, you know, so there's no way, like even women, you know, you go in there, you get an attractive, look, I've got good arms. I'm going to be the first to admit I've got good arms. I guarantee that women that massage my arms enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Any dropper. It might be very arrogant to say, but there's, it's, 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 we're human beings. Yeah. If you're, if you're a guy and you're massaging a woman that's got that really nice cascade back with yeah. the little dip in it, the dimples, you, yeah, you're gonna get turned, you're gonna get turned on. There's just no doubt about it. Well, and this obviously what he did was wrong, but it's weird that they can file charges because they literally paid you to touch them naked. So how is how is one violating you? And or like, you know, what would be, how do, how do they decide what the line is? Just because you decide it's uncomfortable? What if he was touching your, like massaging your butt muscles and then they call the police? And they do that. Yeah, oh, They probably. get up in the glutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, the guys at the mall get up in my glutes and I like it. Like right here by my hips. Oh, God, yeah. it feels so good. <laughs> but you got to, you know, I don't think that, I know the guy's not being weird. You know, he's not, he's not. He's, oh, at the mall? Yeah, he's, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's, being, he's being legit and stuff, so. You, have you ever had a massage, Brandon? No, I have not. I, think, I don't know. Sure. Do you go to like Massage Envy, or you think one of these other uh, like in the mall parlors, or like an actual business, like Asian? Like yeah, Asian. you got to go to like Tammy's Heaven, <laughs> <laughs> Mimi's Massage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you can it, you, you know lower brow the better probably for you right now because it's not going to be as expensive. Like you go, you know, I've seen some spas that'll charge like two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars for an hour. You know, but those are like at resorts, you know, because they can charge those types of things. Massage Envy does like a membership. I used to do Massage Envy years ago when I lived in Tampa. It was okay. It was, you know, I stopped going after a woman with wore plastic gloves and her breath smelled so bad like cigarettes. Ugh. And she was eating a peppermint candy the whole time to mask her breath, which of course didn't work. <laughs> And the, enti- the entire time I'm hearing clink, 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 clink against their teeth. Like, I'm done here and stuff. But go to the mall. You know, start out in the chair. Or next time you come down to Mexico, we'll go get, they're like 25 bucks. Oh, those are the best. It's funny because, you know, they oh, hassle you. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, they hassle you when you walk down the street. And a massage is supposed to be, like, relaxing and comforting. But the way that they, like, advertise a massage on the street is so not that. Because they're like, they say, massage, massage. And they, they like... <laughs> Like banshee it across the street. It's, yeah. it's so annoying. By the way, they're not as cheap as you think. They're not $25. At least the place that I went the last couple of times. I mean, they're not overly expensive, but they're. I, I remember years and years ago, I had the best massage on the beach of Mexico. I forget where I was in Mexico, but I, I knew the girl, girl I was with, and we were walking and there was a woman by a bar, and there was a table under some trees, and she goes, you want massage? And I was like, yeah. I was like, how much? And she said, $10. I was like, I'm in. 
and it was the best fucking massage ever. It was hot. I, was, I mean, I fell asleep. I woke up. I fell asleep. I woke. I mean, it was amazing. Um, the last couple times we've gone down there, they've been good. They're good massages. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think I've paid like 60, 70 bucks for them. Yeah. Well, you also were getting in at a beach club and, and at a, at the dinner table while, while we were eating lunch. (laughs) (laughs) We're all eating guacs and not, and and nachos and stuff. And you're over there getting your massage, your shoulders rubbed. (laughs) That was the first thing I did. Our first trip down there. It was like, uh, can I interest you in a massage? Yes. Yeah. I'll be there right over. Sign me up up. right now. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm, I'm coming over. All right, so uh, so that's the bad because this girl this girl didn't obviously know what was happening. She's very uncomfortable. Uh, it's a great story, nonetheless. Hold up, wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Help you help your business get to the next level, and you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior exterior events. Graphic Design and Apparel Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide-format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. A good tree service is sometimes really hard to find. Unless you're listening to this podcast, of course. Cut and write tree service and more. Experience tree removal who care all about the details. Those are your details, your preferences. Customer satisfaction guaranteed. Female, veteran-owned, located and servicing all around Atlanta. Cut and write tree services and more. Cutandwrite.com. That's the website you can book online. C-U-T-T-I-N. R-I-G-H-T.com. Or you can call 877-828-8846. 877-828-8846. 877-8-CUTTIN. Make sure you mention the BS when you call. Get $100 off your job. Doing a new kitchen or bath? That's a big deal. So you want to make sure you're going to the right people when you're doing this project. One-stop shop's even better. UCI Kitchen and Bath, they're that. I'm not trying to dumb it down when I say one-stop shop. I'm saying they provide the installation, whatever you buy. You can visit their Norcross Georgia showroom if you want, see all their latest designs, something that's going to look perfect in your house. And they've got experts there going to walk you through it step-by-step, right? You mentioned the BS, uh, mentioned the Bailey Show podcast. You're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. Now, UCI Kitchen and Bath has been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. You can't deny that. But when you're not in Georgia. What's going to happen? Well, they're also servicing parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. You want to improve the property value of your house. Start with the kitchen and bath, UCI Kitchen and Bath. They're the best in the business, and they're going to do it. Fair prices, right? Quality of work, excellent service. That's what sets them apart. UCIGranite.com. That's their website, UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. So we got the good, the bad, how about some ugly? And the ugly. And I've got audio to back this one up, too. So the uh, short of it is, is there's this dad. They were at Six Flags. I don't know what Six Flags, 
Like it wasn't in the story, I don't think. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, see if you can find out what Six Flags. I meant to look that up. But anyway, there's a dad, and he's been recorded yelling at theme park workers for not letting his daughter on a ride because she's too short. This guy is, I mean, the video makes him look so ugly, and I feel so bad for his daughter. Let me find it here. Here we go. Below, the girl with the mole on her face. Believe me, this kid is going on this ride, or me and you are going out in the parking lot. Telling you right now, three rides this kid has been denied. Three rides this kid has been denied. This kid is going on this ride, bro. This kid is going on this ride. Listen, you can do it your way or you can do it my way, bro. This kid has been denied. The girl with the mole on her face. You'll see. She's not bad she's not tall enough. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I'm going to make your life miserable right now, bro. Listen, you're messing with the wrong guy, bro. I'm telling you right now. See this kid? My eight-year-old daughter crying? You'll see. You'll get somebody up here. I will shut this bitch down, bro. No, do not shut down. I'm shutting it down. This kid, I am not going to listen to my eight-year-old cry again. We went to the ride at the bottom, and they, she passed the thing. Otherwise, we would have not come up here. Otherwise, you go ahead. You go, bro. You go. Take your chances, bro. Take your chances with this gun. Yo, listen, it's your job. I get it. I'm shutting this bitch down. What? Oh yeah? I went I went I went down to the bottom. Who cares? I'm sorry. Really, bro? No, 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 no. I went listen. I went I went to the bottom. Yeah, start video. God, let's put it on YouTube or fucking TikTok. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So the guy just calls in a scene, and he thinks it's the. My, I think my favorite part of the whole video uh, or the audio piece is that he feels like everyone is going to be on his side. They're, they're, they're going to like, yeah, we're with you. He's like, I'm shutting this bitch down. He sounds drunk at first. He's not, I don't think. I'm shutting this bitch down. And the lady behind him is like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> We've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then everybody turns heel on him because, you know, they just want to get on the ride and they want to go about their day. But the guy's not understanding or accepting that you have to be like, who doesn't know you have to be a certain height to be on rides? Yeah, I called his daughter out too. He's like, "This girl right here with the mole on her face." <laughs> well, he was talking about the the, the ride worker. Yeah, the, oh, I thought he was yeah, talking about his daughter. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, <laughs> he, he was calling out the ride worker. He's like, "Yeah, the one with the mole on her face. She's not letting her on the ride." And this and this and that. You know, did you find out which one it is? I can't. I, I don't even see it says says Six Flags anywhere. But I looked at the car dealership on the back of his shirt, and it's in New York. So I'm assuming it's. Probably somewhere in New York. Where did I see Six Flags? I saw, oh, Drunk Dad Six Flags Q&A. It's on the TikTok. That's what it says. Okay. All right. Well, I'm on her TikTok, so let me see if I can find it. But from what I understand, there was another follow-up video for this one, and they said that the issue was that they measured her with the stick at the entrance, but she passed for some reason. I don't know if they fucked up or what. So that's why he's mad is because he got measured. She got measured. They said she could go, and then she got to the top, and they, there was another measurement, and they said no. 
God, how many times they measured? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem like that big of a ride. It was like a kid's ride. It wasn't a big deal. Oh, no, this was like a, a roller coaster. It's like the hangy ones. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like a bumper cars type of deal. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's hard to tell. That I poor know. kid's going to remember this, like, oh, her, yeah. her whole life, how embarrassed she is. You know, I mean, that that's something you kind of handle on the side. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to cause a scene and put your daughter in jeopardy and make her like, people are going to look at her and go, God, I feel so bad for you. They're doing, I remember, um, like I have no problem causing a scene, but uh, <laughs> we know, but you know, there are times where you don't want to cause a scene, especially if you got kids around you, protect your kids. Now, many of you know that, you know, my daughter's, uh, biological father passed away in combat. And so, there are things that, you know, like when she goes to movies or something, she'll use her ID to to get a discount or something. Same with my wife, you know, because of the military stuff that they get, which they have every right to, you know, every right to use it. But sometimes when they go and use it in one situation, they'll, they'll get questioned because they're like, you don't look like a military veteran or you know, they're not understanding that those cards are given out to all kinds of different people. And there was this one situation where they were they used their card and or showed their ID, military ID, uh, and the lady questioned it, and she says, I mean, she's like, start giving them Q and A, like you could tell she just was pretty much blatantly telling both of them, I don't believe you, and I'm going, who the fuck would fake something for like a ten percent discount or like a free popcorn, whatever it is yeah. that, the, that you get. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, Lowe's and Home Depot give a 10% discount for military veterans, but they've gotten to a point where they had to crack down on it because people were lying about it. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess people do lie about it. But this woman was just too over the top. She was too, too over the top. And so we went about our business, and I excused myself from from Rach and and Ariel. I said, I'll be back. I got to do something real quick. And I went back to the place. And I asked to see a manager, and then I asked to see this person. I said, we need to all three have a conversation. And I said, Here, here's what you just did, okay? Here's the situation. Do you think that you were right? And the manager was furious, and this girl looks stupid. And I said, you have to think about stuff like this before because you're young, and you're dumb, and you don't know everything. So you're not taking into consideration that other people are doing it. Even if they were lying. It's none of your, you're not going to stop them. You're not going to crack down. You know, if people can live with themselves and they can lie and cheat and steal, then they'll, they'll pay the price eventually. It'll catch up to them. It's not your job to stop them right there. Your job is to say, okay, that's what, if that's what it is, that's what it is. Well, it is kind of their, I mean, that's their job to check the IDs. And but stuff. if they check it and it's legit, it's good. I'm talking about go and dig, you know, are you sure? Is, is this fake? You know, and like pushing the issue. Yeah, being a jerk about it. But I mean, if it was a senior citizen ID and she looked 12, that they're going to question it. You know, so I would just say like she she would understandably, but she shouldn't have pushed it that much. No, 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 not at all. It's just you just take it from, you know, one of well, my mentor, Johnny Magic, one of my mentors, Johnny Magic, who's been on the show before it, back in the day day on his on his show that I produced, they did this Christmas they still do it, do it to this day. It's a really cool uh, Christmas charity. It's called Baby DJ. Yeah. 
And the way it used to be done, it's been it's done a lot differently now. But I mean, it was it was legit manpower. We'd have so many volunteers, and people would send write in letters like they were writing Santa Claus. They'd write in let they'd write in letters to the show. The show would pick out a couple of them. They would read them on the air, and they were, I mean, just real tearjerker, heartstring pullers. You know, people needing help. And so, if your letter letter got read on the air then you could take a trip to the baby DJ toy warehouse where we'd have all these toys donated, which there were like thousands and thousands of toys. It was really, really cool. And you could take whatever you want. Um, and for your kids, you'd also get a Christmas tree. <laughs> you get a Turkey, you know, I think you get like a hundred dollars or something. It was, it was pretty cool. You know, after those people were taken care of, we still had all these toys. So we would open it up to people that needed help and I, re- I remember one year, uh, I, I, I think I'd already done it a couple years, but there's one year this woman pulls up in a Mercedes and she starts loading her trunk with toys. And I went to go say something. I said something to Johnny first. And I was like, and I like in passing, I'm like, I'm going to go say something to this woman. And he grabs my arm and he pulls me into the side and he says, no, you're not. I said, Dude, she's she's got a Mercedes and she's taking all of our toys. Like I was like I was very protective of this thing. And he goes, Yeah, let her. I go, what are you talking about? Somebody else in need. He goes, It will come back. Karma, he's a big believer in karma. He's like, Karma will get that person. If in fact she's doing wrong. We don't know if she's doing wrong. We can't prove if she is or if she's not. You know, we're just gonna make a scene. So let her take whatever it is that she takes. And then hopefully they'll be distributed to the right people. And if she's doing wrong, karma will come back and bite her in the ass. I said, hmm, okay, cool. Yeah. So different way to look at things. So you don't stress out as much. Yeah. Well, I think it's wrong. I think you were right. <laughs> fuck that. Like karma, the kid that doesn't have toys for Christmas doesn't give a shit about their karma. <laughs> he needs some toys. <laughs> fuck that lady. <laughs> Sorry, kid. But the lady, but the lady in the Mercedes took your Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Karma will get her. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right. So that's ugly because it's ugly all around. One, the guy looks ugly. The poor kid looks ugly because she's crying so bad. The whole thing is ugly. And, of course, the girl with the mole in her face, she's got to be ugly. So everything's ugly about that. <laughs> uh, podcastthebs.com, that is our website. Please, if you haven't already, uh, join all of our social channels, like and share our content. Please continue to do that. You guys do such a great job uh, of, of, of liking and sharing all of our content and, and whatnot. We've gotten a big boost ever since um, we, we did Halloversary this past weekend of uh, followers, especially on, on, on Instagram. So thank you so much. You know, I think we maybe possibly made some new fans or some new friends, uh, whatever the case may be. If that is the case and you are new, uh, we had just met you or something to that effect, and you want to be a premium two percenter. That means you're a subscriber. You get the episodes early and you get them commercial free and you'll get exclusive giveaways. Like during the podcast and pours anniversary month, I was giving out tickets to two percenters. I was upgrading to VIP. Um, I didn't necessarily always post on social media who it was or post in the newsletter or talk about it on the shows, but I was doing it. I mean, we had a good number of premium two percenters that, got the hookup because of uh, their support for us. So it's uh, only four ninety nine a month. You know, if you don't mind, we'd appreciate it. Uh, again, you can do all that on podcastthebs.com. All right, Nate, you got anything before we get out? Never ask the school nurse if she accepts tips. There you go. Uh, Brandon. 
Uh, check your height twice before getting a massage. I like it. All right. Uh, as always, thanks for the support. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.